Welcome to the Design Exchange Podcast, hosted by Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Listen in to get tips from the top. With over 40 years of design experience between these two, you will gain valuable information for your interior design business or in hiring a designer for your own home. Danny and Melinda's design aesthetic may be very different, but they both offer a unique view on how to approach a project and are extremely entertaining to listen to. So grab your favorite beverage and prepare to learn and laugh a little too. Without further ado, here are Danny and Melinda. Hi guys, happy Friday. Welcome to the Design Exchange with Danny Russo and Melinda Peters Elliott. Hello everybody. Hope you guys are having a great summer. Yeah. It's finally summer weather. Yes. Aren't you happy? Yes, I'm, I'm glad to get some pool time in. Oh my God. Get a tan, not look so white. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's one of those things. That I wanted just... to go tanning, but I haven't even time to lay out. I'm going to well, Florida soon, so. Well, you hopefully. know what? You'll, you'll get a lot of relaxing time. I get hope. nice and brown and get your color back. So I, I always feel like fat looks better tanned than... <laughs> Did you say fat looks better? Yes. Oh my god. I always go like to the beach and I'm like so uncomfortable to be in a bathing suit or whatever. And I look around and I'm like, okay, I'm not so bad after all. I need to um, just admit that fat looks better tan. You're so, not fat. Oh, I know. But I feel it sometimes. I, oh my god. It's like right when you hit that age. Yes, exactly. And it's like, oh, it feel I feel like that there's certain look that I should look like as a designer. Really? Yeah, like that you should, you know, have a certain image, aesthetic, like skinny, carry Louis Vuitton, Uh, you know, long blonde hair, that kind of thing. Well, we know a lot of those designers. Watch out, vehicle stopped on shoulder ahead. Like our friend, designer friend Elisa. Yes. She's the skinny blonde and she complains that she's fat and she's not at all. She's I know. She's been on the podcast. Before. Yep. So, learning how to embrace my me. Embrace your me. <laughs> That's right. Melinda um, Elliott, the me. Um, Get it? See me? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> embrace the you that you are. That's right. Be the best you that you can possibly be. That's right. I am so good, it's impossible for me. <laughs> I'm, You're yeah. a poet and didn't know it. I'm, I'm doc. Just call me Danny Seuss. <laughs> Danny Seuss. Oh my God. <laughs> All right. Well, what are we talking about today, Danny? I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Well, um, I thought we would talk about how to get good reviews if you're a an entrepreneur. How to get reviews on your Google and any of your sites that you're listed on. I think the best one Facebook? to do, get reviews on is Google because that's the main thing. Yeah. So what you always want to keep in mind is uh, when you're reviewing, getting reviews, sometimes you're not always going to have a good client experience. So 90% of the time, your clients have a good experience. It's that 10% of the time that a client will get mad at you or mad about something, and those are the clients that will leave you a negative review. So, having a negative review isn't necessarily a bad thing. I think it shows more authenticity. Yeah. Um, But when you do such a good job, most people don't um, think to review you or want to review you because you've done such a good job. They don't think about it. They're happy. Yeah. But we're in a place where 
we need the reviews. Right. So I'm always like, I'll try to make my clients do it while I'm sitting there with them. Yeah. Um, but I'm always reminding them, hey, will you leave me a review? You're going to have to ask your client to do it at least yeah. three to four times. Yeah. They say they say you should ask your clients directly for a Google review. Yeah, I you do. Know? You have to say Google review. So I'm going to put something together where I put the link in to, will you give me a review yes. on this net or, or yes. on this, whichever, um, whether it's Hal's. Google, yeah. Home Advisor, what are the other ones? It seems like you need to put a link to your website for Google, you know, on your website for Google reviews as well. Yeah, I think you can do that. So, yeah, I think that's a good idea. But mainly it seems like Google's the one. Uh, are you kidding me? This is the most expensive road we've ever been on. So anyway, as you can tell, we're podcasting from the middle of nowhere right yep. now. And it seems yep, like on the every road five... Again. <laughs> every five feet, every five feet, they want four dollars. <laughs> Told you. And I'm like, I had, we had no cash. I know. And we're like, what? I went to give them a credit card. They're like, no credit cards. I'm like, well, what happens if somebody comes through and doesn't carry cash? And they go, oh, we'll give you a nine dollar ticket. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Yep. So, well, I'll tell you what. So Google reviews are tough. Um. And I think Google changes their algorithms all the time. And all so the that's time. one of the things that you that we fight as entrepreneurs. Like, how do you, you know, how do you get those Google reviews? So I think one of the things that you need to make sure of is that you don't you don't fake it. You know, it's like if you fake a review. Somebody was asking about if they should send a client a type of review because the client sometimes doesn't know what to say. Yeah. So I, it's okay to suggest to a client what to yeah. say because a lot of times a client, the client doesn't have a lot of time on their hands right. and they're too busy to review. Right. And I so, am actually, I'm actually so, feeling like, you know, a lot of times I'll, I'll give them some words. I'll yeah, be like, you could say, hey, tell them we did about this. my customer service. Yeah, we did your rugs, we did your trades. Tell them about, because If you I'll, give them a few lines, but I wouldn't make it scripted. No. Because every review would then look the same. Well, and that's why I, I mean, you know your own Google reviews. Yeah. So you look at what you need, and if you have a certain client that you've done something specific for, say, do you mind mentioning my um, kitchen design, yeah. you know, in your review, um, and how I handled that? So, or can you, can you suggest to a client um, something about how, how I am to work with? Yeah. You, you know, and suggest, just kind of give them the services ideas that about what they can write about, because they, you know, me as a client of somebody else, I'm like, well, what do you want me to say? I know. You know? I've oh, struggled with that. What do you want me to say? I'll say, Yeah, know. that's a tricky... Yeah. So, you want to make thing. sure that you are, you're not faking it, but, you know, at the same, same thing. It's yeah. just, it's interesting. So, um, anyway. But as far as getting Google reviews, I... I, mean, I think Google's the number one browser. Yeah. So, like, people are asking for reviews on all the different platforms we work on. House, this, that. And I think Google's just going to be the major player. So, if you yeah. keep them all in one place, um, that's going to be a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah. that's and what I, I recommend. I think, you know, but there's my, some kind of 
of incentive that you can give to people I wouldn't, to get a review. No, that's like... No, because I there's wouldn't. a lot of people that do that. You know, just say, if you don't mind reviewing me, um, yeah. you know. But if you do get a negative review, let's talk about how to handle that. Handle it? Okay. So... It's a good idea. Um, I was expecting a couple negative reviews because when the pandemic first hit... A client thought I was literally lying to them that we were out of dining chairs and I couldn't get their dining chairs in time. Well, lo and behold, I think they really found out during, that there was a pandemic. The pandemic did affect our entire industry. And thankfully, knock on wood, yes. we didn't get one. But you had um, an incident with one. Yeah. Um, so it's always good because you have the option to reply to... Right the review right so you always want to reply and if somebody is leaving you a negative review I've seen other designers reply and say well I'm sorry you feel that way but if you don't recall or if you recall I told you that this was the situation and we advised you that this was going to happen and we tried to remedy this with you and some people are just yeah I had a Better Business Bureau negative review was years ago by a gentleman that I went to his house and he was ticked off from the beginning that I was charging him $50 for the consultation. Wow. He was mad before he even got there. He was an older gentleman and I was like, I explained to him why, you know, I have gas time and energy and money. I'm coming prepared to your, you know, your job. Yeah. I didn't know at that time that other people, because this was before Facebook and all that mess. So, because I'm old. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway um, you know, I was really like, I was really taken aback because he did not appreciate what I did for him. But then he had to leave a negative review on Better Business Bureau and it made my rating go down to a B, which I've always had an A. So I, w- I was able to go on and explain my side with Better Business Bureau that I t- told him ahead of time I was charging for that. Um, he knew it and he still wanted to complain about it. So you can't make everybody happy. No, and if you try to, you're yeah. just going to kill yourself. That goes back to pre-screening your clients. Um, is you get a couple red flags right off the bat about when you're going We've to a customer's about red house, flags before. you know what? You really need to pay attention because that can just spiral downhill. If you, like that man, I went to his appointment, he was mad about the consultation fee at the beginning. I should have canceled it and said, I'm sorry, you know, I can't come if, you, if you're if you going to not appreciate what I'm doing. Yeah. So I think that is a real important subject that people need and to really embrace. And the consultation thing, the consultation fee, a lot of people don't understand it. And they, a lot of people don't want to pay they can't get wrap their head around paying for a design concept and they don't realize how much thought and how much school we've all gone through right um to learn what we know and do what we do yeah so you never want to underestimate your value and you never want to discount your worth or your value right in my opinion so i guess it's always good to get that consultation fee up front right it is um, it is i mean it's it definitely sets you apart we had a it lady the other your, day that set your tone yeah, we, we told your, her that we were charging a consultation fee. Yeah. And, I, I mean, you literally had to hold the phone away from your ear because of her being so mad 
that you were, and no one has ever charged me a consultation fee ever before. Well, who and the I, hell are you? I can't with? believe that you would do that. And we were like, I'm sorry, goodbye. You know, we really yeah. don't want to do the job if you. I mean, it also weeds out people that aren't serious. I mean, and a lot of times, I will, I will give that money back to them. Oh yeah. You know, or I, I may not even charge. Them. I mean, same, I same. honestly, it, it depends on the situation. I'm the same way. So if if someone signs up for a design package on the spot, you know, I'm not going to charge them for that. True. Consultation. And also, the consultation fee lets you know that the client's serious about right. doing things. Right. So then, I guess if the client doesn't end up hiring you, that's where you end up with a negative review because maybe right. they don't like your aesthetic. Right. Exactly. So, exactly. So, you know, I think I think that all wraps in together. Forms. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, getting get, handling a negative review is really important. Now, I have to tell you a funny don't story. Let them, don't let them get you stressed out. Because, right. Because, I mean, the first time that I got fired by a client many, many moons ago, yeah. I, like, thought I was the worst person. Oh, And yeah. it made me feel like complete and utter crap. And then I realized, wait, it's not me. It's them. I mean, I'm sure I played a part in it, but it's going to happen. And you never want to, you never want to let that get you down. Right. Exactly. What were you going to say? Well, <laughs> so everybody does it, right? You have your family go on and review you. All right. So here's, here's a good ex example of why that's probably not a good idea. My mother, I asked her to go on and do a Google review. She did a rave review. It was wonderful. She has a different last name than I do. You know? This makes total sense. Guess what she did? She gave me a one star out of five. Are you kidding? I'm not. Because <laughs> she didn't know how to use the computer? She didn't know how to do the computer. <laughs> oh, my God. So, it has, it has given, given my Google rating lower. Was she able to log back on and change it? No. She yes. doesn't know how to do it. You can... I'll so, show you. <laughs> she could log an back example in and of that you maybe you shouldn't have your family do That's that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I have a 4.9 because of my mother's review. <laughs> oh my god, that's so and, funny. and I thought, well, if anybody really reads the review, they'll see that she meant to make it a five, but she really gave me a one. So isn't that hilarious? Yeah. I'm just like, but oh, I've had I've had friends gosh. review me, but. If I've had friends or family review me, I've actually done work for them. Yes. And they've actually bought something. Well, yeah, and I, I've had friends do things for me too, but it's in all honesty, it's it's exactly what I did for them. Yeah. And they loved what they got, so they were happy to do that. So, you know, it's okay to have friends and family do that. <laughs> you may want to babysit the people that don't know how to do computers very well. Yeah. Yes, that's the takeaway there. Funny. <laughs> but some people don't even know how to log into Google. I mean, I, I have know. a client that's older, <laughs> and she loves me, and I asked her to leave me a review, and she can't figure out how to do it. I know. Same thing. <laughs> so Same I'm thing. just like, okay, fine. Now, Hows, um, I'm on Hows, and you can send a review link to Hows, and I have had, I'll go on there every, every you know, couple months, and I will send people, like when I finish a job, I'll send the people the link for the house yeah. um, review, and that's a good one too. So, I guess I should do more with Google as well. But I've always concentrated on house because I could get 
awards. <laughs> but be designer of the awards. year <laughs> or something like that. But um, you know, it's it's always good to do that to get those reviews. I mean, my coffee shop gets reviewed by next door. Um, really? Yes. And I'm like a community like favorite in the next door app for my coffee shop. So, and that's really it's really nice because. The, the employees that do that work, you know that oh, yeah, they get a, they get a little bit of a kudos for that too. Oh, so anyway, but oh, you know, depending on <laughs> she's making a protein shake right next to me or something. It's what hydrate. Is it? It's it's a hydration drink. Is it good? It's three times the hydration. Yep, it's a Here, it's a raspberry it. lemonade. Do you want some of it? No, put a scoop. Do you have a scooper in there? Oh yeah, sure. So. Anyway, consultation fees, um, reviews, they're both very important. Yep. So when you're doing your consultation, so the way I work with my consultations is I have my assistants, my office pre-screen clients Yes. before they get me on the phone. Right. And you have we, to have, we had this conversation in the office the other day. Yes, oh, we oh. did. I was there. I yeah. was there. When so we weren't doing things, we've been so busy kind of let uh, some basic office things go um, but we're getting back on track but on your basic client intake form um, you really want to know the client's name know the client's address know the client's email phone number yep and you also want to um, get a budget and that's the hardest thing to get out of a client in my opinion yeah well nobody's because they're gonna say tell you. well I you don't know to, my like, budget pull about it pull it out of it. So how do you get a budget? How do you get a budget? I, I'll tell you how well, I, I ask them how many rooms they want to review, how many rooms they want to do, and I go over what, I know what things cost. Yeah. So I know what level that client's going to be at, so. Um, <laughs> well, I'll tell you how I do it. I say, you know, depending on the size of the project, I'll say, do you want to be at, you know, a range of price? So if someone says, I want to do a bathroom remodel. Now I know in my head that a, a basic bathroom, you know, give gut and redone is like fifteen thousand. So I'll say, do you want to do like the high end, the low end, the medium? Fifteen thousand. Do you want to do and that's, fifteen to twenty? That's a small 000, powder room. You know, or do you want to do you know thirty to fifty thousand? You know, what's your budget? Like, where does it fall? Because I can either do the Mercedes or I can do. <laughs> The, the Fiat. Ford Fiesta, you know, <laughs> option. What's a Ford Fiesta? You don't even know what a Ford Fiesta is? Oh my God! Well, you have to Google that. Google. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? Do you want the Ford version? Fiesta? What was the other version? A Mercedes? Mm. Or do you want the Bentley? Well. Everybody wants the Bentley on the Ford, Ford Fiesta. Focus, Ford Fiesta. <laughs> is there such thing as a Ford Fiesta? Yes. Isn't the Fiesta a party? No! <laughs> there is a Ford Fiesta. I thought Fiesta was Spanish for party. It is. It is. <laughs> um, anyway. So, yeah. Always ask your clients. It's not, and it's not bad to ask your clients for a review. And it's not bad to get a no. bad review. Don't, you don't might be get afraid a, to ask. I know somebody that got a review, and they got a four-star review from a client. And the client was completely happy with everything. And they said, the designer called back and said, well, why did you only leave me four stars? 
Well, they said they would never leave anybody a five-star review because nobody's perfect. Oh, yes. And I, I was have like, those two. I've wow. had those people, too. That's... And they're right. I mean, they're right. But yeah. in Google world, that's not good. <laughs> it's Google not world. good to be very um, analytical, not analytical about it. So, um, yeah, that's what you have to keep realize. Saying, um, and I'm not supposed to be um, that word. Stop. Uh, ding. I know. Where's the bell? Well, I, I, need a, I need a bell. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ding. So, and I say so. You say so a lot. Say so. Yeah. My mother always goes, what else? I could tell her, oh, I just got nominated for the best designer in the entire world. And she'd be like, oh, yeah? What else? Really? And I'm like, what What do you mean, what else? <laughs> That's amazing. They just hired me to design the moon landing spaceship <laughs> what for else? NASA. Oh, really? That's nice. What, what else? else? <laughs> what? What, you, what else? <laughs> um, oh. oh, Connie. <laughs> yep. And I was talking about my Karen. <laughs> my mama. Connie I love Karen. her to death. We should have them on the podcast together one day. Oh, my gosh. That would be great. <laughs> that would be great. So, um, but we had your mom on the podcast. Did we? Yeah. Yep. Um, Not too long ago. Let's talk about client binders. Oh, okay. Are you? Do you leave those with a client when you're done? Yes. Um, and what do you... Um, so, I write all the notes of everything I took. Like, what I suggested them to do in the binder in their in their folder that I take to the to the job site and I think you have the same folder so in the front page I just write down I suggested to um, put a piece of artwork on the wall above the sofa paint color should be agreeable gray um, you should need be that. to tile the floor and then I take a picture oh, yeah, in our thing. I take a picture of what my suggestions are for them and then I throw it in Evernote so that I can, oh, yeah. that I will get back to that. If I need to get back to it, then I, I know where it is. Um, and then, oh, I said, um, didn't I? <laughs> Ding! <laughs> but that is the, my, my client folders. And I wanted to tell you a little bit about the questionnaire I ask. Yeah. Because I ask a lot of questions. So do I. I'm good at, somehow I'm good at remembering what the clients say to me. Yeah. Well. The best is when the client says, I don't like the color green. Yes. And I go, oh, what do you think of those trees outside? Oh, right, right. <laughs> I don't like the color brown. I went to a well, client's house yesterday and I said, and I knew she was a lawyer, and I said, so what colors do you like? She goes, I like plain. Plain colors. Okay. Monochromatic. What, like, what do you wear? Oh, you know, just neutrals. So I said, okay, neutrals. Okay, so are you talking like browns and blacks and grays? And she goes, yeah, kind of. And I said, what, do you, what color do you like to wear? And her husband said, orange. <laughs> and I said, oh, you like orange? She goes, yeah, I like orange. I'm like, well, that's not a neutral. No. And then I said, are there any prints or patterns that you don't like? She goes, I don't know, but I love polka dots. Huh. I had polka dotted pants on. I said, well, you must love my pants. She goes, yes, I do. And I said, well, that, okay, good. That's always, goes, so that's the discovery phase. Yeah. I love that phase. Yeah. So it was, it was interesting. It, like the more questions, you have to pull out things out of people by asking, like you ask a question, listen to their answer and then ask a different, ask it a different way mm -hmm. because 
you obviously didn't get through to him with that first question. And my husband, he was in the military. He says you have to ask the same question three different ways. Sometimes you get three different answers. And he he's funny. He can tell that if a person's lying because oh, they will give, a, give you three different answers. If you ask the same question three different ways and they give you three different answers, then they're lying about something. So he, yeah. I don't I, know why, who would be lying about a design? Well, <laughs> That's a, maybe they're lying about their budget, you um, know? So, okay, so, you know, Mrs. Smith, so you say you had A lot of times they try to test you because they don't want to give you a budget. Right. And they want you to show them everything. Yep. Because they want to see. Yep what well, the high end looks like well that's going to waste all of our time yep. because we end up knocking our own designs off so yeah so the same client yesterday when i went to their house they said they had 10 to fifteen thousand for the project and she said more like 10 and he said yeah but we probably have more like more than that and she said, well, you know, upwards of 15. And he said, well, we could probably go a little higher than that if we need to. So I felt like, okay, I might be able to to do this remodel for them for, for 12. I mean, they needed kitchen yeah, yeah. cabinets. They needed a sectional. They needed several things um, in their space. And they wanted a new I hate when you talk about money on this podcast. Huh? I hate when you talk about money on this podcast because our jobs are completely different. <laughs> I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know what? It's it's a real thing that I know. people don't like to talk about money. No. But, it's so hard. And I used to be... I used to be the designer that was always afraid to bring up dollars. Well, you I, was, are, I would always yeah. be afraid to ask for checks. And somehow... Yeah. Recently, I've gotten over that. Yeah. And you just walk in and say, I, hey, I need a check. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're working. <laughs> like, we're when we got busy, like, I don't have time to mess around. Yes. And, like, when you're looking to get a check from a client and you have to pay your contractors, like, sometimes a client wants to pay through a certain way. you got to get a check from them. The check has to go through the mail. The mail has to... The mail takes who knows how long. Yes. You deposit it into the bank. Yeah. The bank holds the check because it's for an X amount of money. Yes. And then you end up, you're like a week and a half out. Right. From dispersing funds. Yep, exactly. And then especially if you're going to order furniture, that could be a matter of, my God, right now, if you don't have the money yeah. to order the furniture right. and the furniture gets discontinued. Right. Like. I, I got over the money talk a long time ago. Yeah. Because it's, I mean. If you're comfortable talking about it, then people will be comfortable with you talking about it. And and I'm very honest with people. Like I'm not trying to um, gouge. Get, gouge you. I'm just trying Absolutely to know not. like where you are. And yeah. I don't want to overspend. Our fees. I don't overspend. I don't want you either. to be upset with me. Yeah. You know, if I come in too high or if I'm too low. I mean, some people can get offended because you're. In fact, I was at a, a client's house yesterday. I had three appointments yesterday. I was worn out. But um, I was talking to them about their kitchen, and they said they wanted a step above a builder-grade cabinet. Well, it was coming in at $10,000. And I almost felt like he was asking so many questions, like he was worried that that was too low of a price. That is a very low price. Yeah. I don't know where you're getting... That's, yeah. I don't know where you're so, getting these I, This I, had to be a tiny, tiny, tiny kitchen. No, one that's... Yeah, oh, it's really tiny. Because for yeah. that price. Yeah. So 
I I felt like I, I was trying to explain to him what a good deal this was. That is a good deal. Excellent quality. The average kitchen the in America with appliances, with granite, with cabinets is usually sixty to eighty thousand. Yeah. Well, so this that's was, with your hardware. This was plumbing. Out without hardware. It was out without demo and installation. It was just oh. like cabinets. It's okay. not with countertops. Okay. No Gotta... backsplash. No appliances. <sighs> That's yeah. why I'm no like, sink, no where, faucet. What are you doing with these? I'm like, what are you building <laughs> cabinets out of plywood? And how are you getting the plywood? Um, it's coming from Atlanta. <laughs> God. I know, which, that's, I know where that is. So anyway, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, get yourself Google reviews. Don't be afraid to mail, email a client right, and ask for them. Pre-qualify. And also make sure you're keeping paperwork from the beginning of your consultation fee all in one place yes whether it's digitally yes i wish i could figure out what, how to keep what everything can go digitally. wrong what can go wrong with a job is not communicating oh yeah that is the most important thing that you can do i get so frustrated i hear that a lot of times that you know it's like they're afraid to call the client like in my office they're afraid to tell somebody that something's on back order i need more water no you just call baby. and you just tell them hey this is on back order and i'm not going to be able to get it until july or whenever yeah so a lot of clients are being pretty understanding with the back order situation yeah they are so, it's been good it's it's good yeah that i'm they missing two it. i'm missing two kitchens that were supposed to be here in oh. april 1st oh my gosh <laughs> so we're still waiting yeah it hopefully is. i'll have them by the time this podcast is mm-hmm. released yeah i have you know we have lines that were back ordered four times and every time we call the customer every week because i look up my orders every monday and I always, you know, kind of oh my like God. cringe. We're Are going we through going a tunnel. In a tunnel? Yeah. This is fun. This is fun. And you have to I honk. wish we would do this all the time when we're yeah. in a podcast. <laughs> Where the frick are you? You have to honk. Why the vill? You honk through the tunnel. Why? Have you ever done that? No. Oh, that's what we used to do as kids. I didn't know we had tunnels. This is the East River Mountain Tunnel. Here we go. Are your huh. headlights on? I would imagine the car does that for me. Yeah. Um, anyway. So anyway, follow me on Instagram. The Danny Russo is my new one. Make sure you follow it. Yeah, and, and follow Melinda at... Oh, don't follow me at Melinda. <laughs> follow me at Fine Designs Int. You can follow The Design Exchange on Facebook and Instagram. And we... Make like sure it's the right design exchange because there's a the bunch of them out there. Design Exchange. Absolutely. Just look for our pretty pictures. We're the we're the first and the and the original design exchange. <laughs> I don't know about that. I can't see anything else. Anyway, hope you guys have a good week. Anyway, hope you guys have a good week. Happy Friday. Enjoy designing. Have fun. Bye.